2: what's up everyone it's noah daniels and we're here for another episode of the real hauntings podcast hey y'all and i'm jj and on this episode we have a very special guest katie boyle a comedian in new york city and who's originally from ireland is going to join us (laughs) and tell us all about her life in comedy and we're going to talk some ghosts in ireland katie how are you doing
0: i'm good how are you guys
2: Doing good, doing good. Yeah, we're recording at 3 p.m. Uh, for our fans listening. And I told JJ, especially since the pandemic, I think this is the first time I've seen him during the day. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> yeah. long time. For oh, because sure. you
0: guys usually record at night, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Usually we record at night, and I mean, pre-pandemic we would see each other, and of course things are opening back up now. But yeah, I I think this is the first time I've seen light in
3: JJ's room in quite some time.
0: Oh, you try to keep it spooky, or like we got to record <laughs> at nighttime when the ghosts are out.
3: Well, yeah, funny. maybe it's better we're recording during the daytime. It's uh, a little a little less scary. So. And funny you say that, Katie. And maybe
2: we'll play for play it for you later on. But some people think that JJ and we should say Cat. Um, it's not on this episode because we are recording during the day. Cat is at work. But some people believe that Cat and JJ's house is haunted. As a ghost tends to bleed into our audio from time to time, so
0: it's like hello. possibly,
3: possibly just an audio issue, but it's a ghost podcast, so we're gonna say eighty percent. It's a
0: ghost. And that's fine. The ghost community are like, if you're going to talk about us, we need someone to represent us. So they're like, <laughs> totally.
2: yes. and for our new listeners, kind of the way we, our podcast goes is we're all skeptics that want to believe in ghosts. So JJ and I are both skeptics, but on very different levels of skepticism. A lot of times by the end of the episode, I can almost be convinced that ghosts are real. And JJ is a little more staunch when you say JJ.
3: I'm I'm pretty much not going to be convinced unless like a ghost comes into my room like full apparition and just like slaps me in the face like at this point like that's what it's going to take from to get me from like sitting on the fence ghost agnostic to like full on believer.
0: But even if you're, if you're that much of a speck, how do you say the word? Skeptic. skeptic. <laughs> I don't know how to say words. And then I chose a job that need words. But uh, <laughs> if you're that much of a skeptic, then if that happened to you, you'd probably just think you were having like a mental lapse and you'd probably go get medication or check yourself into asylum. So That's true. what would it take then? Like, would you have to keep having it even though you've tried all the medication?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. I need a a ghost that is consistent (laughs) and uh, persistent to just like really get me on board. So
0: you'd need another person there with you when the ghost like moving things. So you could be like, you know, what's going to happen now? A ghost is going to fuck with you. He's going to just only turn up when you're alone. You're going to think you're having a mental health breakdown (laughs) and he's never going to turn up when anyone else is there. So,
3: yeah, I mean, that's. (laughs) Probably for the other people who live in my house, that's probably for the best. Um, but I would be I, disappointed if I'm the only one who who uh, encounters a, a spirit.
0: I used to tell them when I was small, "Don't come." I'd be like, "Don't, I can't deal with it. Just don't come." <laughs> Cause everybody believes in, in stuff back home. And my roommate's mother told us that our apartment is haunted. So sometimes when I'm scared at night, I'm like, I can't deal with it. Please don't. Cause I would just, I would, it would make me have a mental breakdown. I can't be,
3: Yeah.
0: I'd be so scared.
3: So it's pretty typical then to believe in ghosts in Ireland. Is that right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, cause even the past generation, so I guess not my father's generation as much, but the one before that all believed in fairies. And there's like a fairy tree in Ireland that, they made a big protest because there was a motorway they were going to get rid of it and they were like because you can't piss off the fairies so they protested and now the motorway just goes around this one little tree um but yeah so it's a big suspicious sort of
2: that's interesting yeah fairies I don't have we covered anything like that JJ I don't think we have have we
3: I don't think so but it that sounds like an environmentalist dream of just like okay we got to save these trees let's just like Like say there were some fairies or something like that's what that's what I would do if I was uh, working in conservation. I I would definitely be like fairies can't do it or sasquatch. That I guess that's like our version of fairies. It's like if you like find a sasquatch, it's like this is a protected habitat now. So
0: oh, is that real thing? No sasquatch. No. (laughs) Well, the fairies are different because they're i believed to be to have in like lived in ireland before people came and then there was a fight and then the fairy people so they're like real people they're not like winged creatures went down yeah. to like the, the a different dimension basically and then sometimes they come up to like wreak havoc so back long time ago, people would have like babies who are sick or co- like have colic and be like screaming. And they would think that it's a changeling. They would think that a fairy replaced their baby with a fake baby. And so then they would throw their baby down a well. Because, Shut up. I swear to God. So this baby, or they would leave it out in the forest because they would think that if they gave back the changeling, their, babies, their baby might come back or their baby's soul would go, I guess, to heaven. But like, they were just really killing a lot of I'm guessing
2: people. none of the babies came back. It must have been the mm-hmm. soul to heaven part that no, they accomplished. Yeah oh yeah. man that's
0: but probably oh. the time as well though they probably wouldn't have had a cure for sick babies anyway but maybe I mean colic would have been fine
3: yeah it it seems like uh just a way to get rid of a festy baby to me like,
0: um, you know I would throw... <laughs> no we're,
3: we're ready to go to sleep again just so uh... you throw it away <laughs>
0: I was I was thinking. Well, you know, What if you're like all sad and you hate your baby? You know, I wouldn't really kill my baby. But if you're back then, you've no way. I would believe it was a fairy. i like. I guess okay, there was no fire to department
2: home. to drop the baby off to back then. So
3: people didn't have treatments for like postpartum depression. People didn't know what was going on. Like I, I can see, I can see there being uh, different motives for claiming your baby has been uh, uh, changed out uh, with a fairy.
0: Yeah. So that's why they didn't want to knock down the tree because you don't want to piss off the fairies. Someone chopped down their the branches and then the tree the branches grew back like the next day or something. But also we believe in banshees as well, which I think is just cats screaming outside. You know when the cats scream? like because they're like they're like ah um that noise people think is a banshee which means it's like a it's like a white ghost lady and it means like someone's gonna die in your family if if you hear her or she appears to you
3: so many of the like words you're saying like banshee and like (laughs) like the the kind of difference between like how we think of fairies and like regular fairies I feel like I like the Disney Channel sneakily taught me these things through the the show Gargoyles. Did you all ever watch Gargoyles? Yeah, I did no. when I was a kid, Yeah, for oh sure. man. Just so many weird, trippy like fairies and gargoyles, obviously, and banshees. So I'm like, oh man, this is all this is like ringing a bell somewhat. so.
2: Well, I think it's interesting because, you know, obviously, the history of America is much, much shorter uh, than the history of Ireland. And Katie, do you yeah. think that's why you all have so much lore um, wrapped around the supernatural?
0: Yeah, I guess so, because it was a Celtic and king and queen country before the Brits took us over. Um, mm-hmm. It was also like an equal country, like very equal base laws for women and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh so and then a storytelling culture as well so yeah I guess so and they just love telling stories like sitting around the fire telling ghost stories and so
2: and we yeah. should establish something we typically do at the beginning of our episodes where our audience kind of knows where our guest falls on their believing in ghosts we kind of call it our Believo meter. zero meaning ghosts aren't real ten ghosts are absolutely real where do you kind of fall on that scale Katie
0: Oh, with everything, I'm like, who am I to say nothing isn't real? So if you're like, God is real or Buddha or aliens or ghosts, sure. Um, I don't need to see it to believe it. I just don't want to see it, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> right. that would scare the shit out of me. So I'm just like, whatever. I don't I don't have any strong opinion on any of it, to be honest. I do have night terrors and a little creature crawls on my chest. So. I think that's just sleep paralysis.
3: Yeah, we've heard well, a lot of... What kind of creature b- do you mind if I ask?
0: Um, well, it depends on where I am. So if I'm in Ireland, it's like a fuzzy, fuzzy thing. But if I'm here and I haven't had it in a long time, but I've also done a lot of work on my, my mental health. <laughs> so I think it's more of a me thing. I had like a, a a shitty childhood. Some parts good, but enough to give you really bad nightmares. Um, but in America, it'll be like a cre- like a person in the door. But it Ooh. hasn't happened in a while. So that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, a lot of people get that as well. It's just something like you're not able to get into your REM sleep. And I get lucid mm-hmm. dreams where I can control what happens in it. And I can like walk around and be like, I'm going through this door. Or I didn't like that ending. I'm going to do it again. It's fucking weird. I can wake up and go back into them as well.
2: Yeah, so, I've, um, I've talked about weird. that on the podcast. You and I are very similar in that way, I guess. Um, I see spiders in, in, oh. uh, and I haven't had one in a long time. And I've been battling a cold and I took some uh, cough medicine last night to help me sleep. And it came back. I, I had a night tear probably around three in the morning. I had my laptop with me in the bed, um, but it was closed, you know, cause I was sleeping. But in my night terror, I was able to see a spider crawling on top of the laptop and staring at me. And I shifted real quick and, like, woke up. And of course, there was nothing there. And I was just like, yeah. God damn it. Like, <laughs> you know,
0: it, it, it's so weird. Maybe you're right. Like, the cough medicine is interesting because I don't drink. I didn't drink as much in the pandemic as I did before. And I, barely, I don't drink as much now. So I wonder. Well, you're one was- of the few. <laughs> I know. I've been going
3: through like, three boxes of wine a week, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I just like drinking with my friends and having like, as a sociable thing. So I would have yeah. probably more after shows, whereas, um, during the pandemic, I just, there was nobody to drink with really like, or maybe the odd time when I would like sneak out like a bold person. But, um, uh, I had a dream recently where I got hit in the head and it woke me up, but there was nothing for me. My head was sore when I woke up and there was nothing. I don't have cool. a bedboard. I wasn't near the wall. So also there is this thing that if you can lucid dream that there's a potential to be able to your your conscious leave your body. So um what's it called? Astro project, which I don't want to do because I don't want someone to steal my body. So I'm like always freaked out that and I don't want that as well because then your ex could just be like chilling in your room and is conscious but there, there's people who believe that so it's kind of like ghosts I guess it's yeah. like your conscious just roaming around if that is turns out to be true then maybe there isn't ghosts it's just the conscious like roaming around still
2: well I'm yeah. curious do you typically remember most of your dreams right when you wake up
0: yeah for the most yeah, in the part. same
2: way that's that's and interesting fucked up. yeah I I think um my understanding is is that people like you and I never really fully reach REM sleep and that's why we have these issues.
0: It's so sad. Are oh, you a light man. sleeper? Yeah, 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 I wake up every every once in a while as so, well. <sighs>
3: yeah. You all got to get a CPAP. Let me just let me turn this into a sleep apnea podcast. I'm just saying, a CPAP if you've got sleep apnea a CPAP is where it's at. What's Life
0: a CPAP? Year. This thing?
3: Like it's like yeah, it's like Batman? that like, weird like yeah. I have a new boyfriend. Be like... <laughs> find find someone who who loves you, even if you wear a CPAP in your sleep, and then like in in your golden.
2: What if you don't uh, love yourself enough to have one of those? I feel like that's <laughs> from... then you you
3: got work to do.
0: I mean, that sounds like expensive as well. I'm fine. I'll just deal with lack of REM. I don't have money. This it's uh, machine it's machine not... money.
3: You know, you're you're subjecting yourself to more health problems down the road, though, if you ah. if you're not getting adequate sleep. This is this is totally turned into a sleep podcast. But I'm gonna step off my CPAP soapbox so we can get back to uh, spooky Irish, oh. Irish ghosts.
2: Well, Katie, I'll tell you one more sleep kind of ghost thing that I had happen to me. I was probably I was a teenager, maybe like 14 or 15. I was in my room, and it was during a bad storm. And so it was like lightning thunder. So the thunder woke me up, but there was the room was still bright from the lightning. And I was still, I guess, in that kind of whatever gives us the ability to see creatures during those night terrors and sleep paralysis, I guess that was still going on. And I saw a woman's face in the outline of like, uh You know, brightness like from the lightning right in front of me, like scream, like mouth wide open, yelling at that's me. That's banshee. Yeah, that's well. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it was it was awful, and I told my parents uh because it really freaked me out. I like, ran down the stairs, and my mom was like, you know, they were asleep, as people do in the middle of the night, and I was like, here's a ghost, da, 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 da. and she was just like, maybe it's an angel, and I was like, it's not an angel. <laughs> There's nothing about that. That was an angel. Uh, but anyway, so that's kind of my last sleeping ghost story but yeah crazy stuff
3: so is it is a banshee is that like um you know according to the lore is that like someone who has passed away or is it just kind of like a spirit that exists outside of like people
0: i think it's i can't remember i think it's it's funny you just are told these things as a kid and you don't ask you're just like okay um i think it's a just a spirit outside of it i think like a screaming woman and it means like death is coming but um, my my roommate is from Peru. She said she saw, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but she's hardly ever going to listen to this. She said she saw like a cat, like a, a, a cat in the room and she got sage. She saged it out because she said it's like a ghost cat and you have to sage it out. And her mother came to visit and she only speak Spanish, okay. She's always shouting at me as well, but I'm like, I don't know how to articulate that I don't understand, <laughs> but she was convinced I understand her. And then she <laughs> told my roommate that there was ghosts in our apartment. And I woke up at 6 a.m. to her in my room saging it, but it fucking scared the shit out of me. I was like, the ghosts are let me sleep. Fuck's sake, scary woman speaking a <laughs> language I don't understand, waving sage over me. That would scare what? me too yeah there's another comic you guys should have her on her name is young me mayor but she says she talks to ghosts so just side note while i remember that you guys she fully she's told us about talking about ghosts to the ghosts one night and i came home and i was fucking terrified i was like yeah we all to the her. doors lights on i sleep with lights on sometimes as well because i get scared Oh, wow. because you know the light keeps them away yeah <laughs> of
2: course right it's uh ghost
3: 101 we know what are you talking about that's why we're recording this at 3 p.m
0: yeah. <laughs> oh there was another girl she's a bit of a see you next tuesday of a word um we say that in ireland casually but i know you guys don't um i just
3: spelled it out i was like wait uh, a second <laughs> yeah.
0: she's a girl who knows my friends and she's just really argumentative all the time like which is like we're in our 30s there's no need for that but my friend and again she's not gonna listen to this that's so fine but my friend was like well you see she's tired a lot because dead people talk to her at night and i was like regular alive people don't even want to talk to her i hardly think dead people are talking <laughs> to her but then i said that to my boyfriend and out loud i was like but dead people don't talk to me if you because i would be i would be like that too i'd be so tired and sad so because it's just that'd be awful if they're just whispering near the whole time
2: now katie has any of your family back in ireland experienced any supernatural um yeah occurrences?
0: Yeah, all of them. Everybody says they see shit. My stepmother has a story about it, but her story, um, multiple members of her family have experienced the same story. It's a woman in a white dress and it's in the same place in um, one of their family homes. And I was sleeping and uh, multiple people have the same story. They saw this woman in a white dress. So I went back there because I was going back to do comedy and that house is in Dublin and they were letting me stay there. But every night I went to sleep, I did the same thing. I just said out loud, please don't come to me. I can't handle it. So didn't she didn't come to me. And I as, slept with the light on. They're poor electricity bill. They're probably like, this bitch, the fucking electricity went up for the four days she was here <laughs> I didn't slept with the light on the whole time. As a Terrible. comedian,
2: did you kind of want to put on a white dress and go scare everybody?
0: No, because I would hate if someone did that to me. No. And I'm pretty sure my dad has some story. I can't remember, though. Um... But yeah, everybody's like, just like, yeah, they all kind of believe in all that stuff for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's Have fascinating. Have you seen
3: anything that made you think like, oh, this is this is something supernatural?
0: Um, I always lean to that. So before we got on this podcast, my drink started stirring itself and there was nothing to stir it. And I was like, oh, it's the ghost. But then I was like, it's probably just the vibrations of someone downstairs. Um, I'm trying uh, to think, yeah. is there any? I don't think I've had any really other than the night terrors so no my grandmother I used to be afraid of ghosts when I was small and my grandmother would always be like ghosts are fine it's real men you should be scared of so that was pretty (laughs) that was pretty um I was like okay yeah that's a good point
3: (laughs) I mean statistically yeah like uh you know (laughs) most most uh, instances of like bodily harm and and murders and stuff is committed by living people so
0: yeah i did, i do believe that there's something like to do i don't believe in heaven and all that again if it's real sorry jesus um so i'm like i'm not uh, what i believe in is probably that either you're gone when you're gone or that there is energy like a soul type of thing and like that maybe you go to a different like solely place (laughs) yeah Yeah, like our dimension or plane so if that is true then that explains why people have like those maybe encounters with like ghosty things i do like the idea
2: of of us dying and then them being like welcome to the solely place (laughs) just like all right
0: (laughs) we just chill i love having a body though so when people are like oh they hope that that's real i I like that i love my body and so we already know we don't take our body because our body stays here and raw i don't want to be well i just like having a body and being a human so i wouldn't i don't know Yeah, yeah, I'm on board
2: with keeping the body. I, I, I'm, (laughs) I'm invested in that.
0: It's also fine as well, just living one life and enjoying it.
2: No, I need multiple lives. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, I don't know if I want. I wouldn't want to live forever either. You know this? Like, I went on this date a while back, and the guy was like, he's like a scientist, and he was like, the next thing we're gonna do, like, we're we're working on on, like extending life or whatever. And I was like, that sounds awful, because. I just think there's the reason why life is good and you should enjoy it and it's precious is because you have a limited time, ideally. Like, it'd be just better to focus on, like, curing cancer and letting you have a good quality of life while you're here than fucking extend. And you know, well, it's just going to be those rich fucks who get extended. Us poor people will be down here rotting away, you know?
3: Yeah. I know that Noah is, like, terrified of death. Would you, you... If someone gave you a pill and was like, you can live forever if you take this pill... Not like an extended lifetime, but like forever, like until the sun blows up. Would you take that pill, Noah? Yes.
0: Really? Um, But what, you're going to watch all your family die and your loved ones? I'll make more
2: family and loved
0: ones. No.
2: I think you would get so bored though. I don't. I'm pretty good at entertaining myself.
0: (laughs) There'd be no reason like like doing comedy or pushing your podcast. There'd be no like the whole point of it is like, okay, we've got limited time, enjoy it. No, fuck that. I don't know. I could
2: finally maybe get all that attention I need.
3: Pushing out these uh episodes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also you you did you not see that movie with the blonde haired girl? And she keeps she lives forever because she got hit in the head or something. I don't know. Um, what? She, she had, I don't know. She had to That's keep solution. No, she had to keep yeah. on the on the move because America, of course, would like turn you into a science experiment. So she had to keep using different identities. She could never settle. It looks yeah. fucking
2: dude. I would turn into a vampire if that was an option.
0: If, I, I mean, oh, I hate that.
3: But, like, logistically, I just think that would be a nightmare. I mean, like, what someone someone from, like, the Social Security Administration is going to be like, isn't it weird that, like, this person is apparently still alive?
0: You're like, like, I just want to work nights. I want to work
2: (laughs) I already work overnights. I mean, I'm pretty much a vampire as it is, like,
3: (laughs) you know. Um, Um,
2: But, yeah, I would...
0: That was a good segue into Dracula being created in Ireland,
3: right? Hey, Hey, Oh, I so i always thought dracula was like i I, i'm so ignorant about european geography so so i'm like is there a real place called transylvania and like surely that's where dracula is from but I like you're here to tell us that's not the case. Okay, so. just because
0: I'm from Ireland doesn't mean I have European geography skills. <laughs> I don't even know I would have never even referred to myself as European until I came over here. I was like, I don't think yeah. the Europeans refer to Irish people as European either. <laughs> 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 They're
1: like, oh, well, you're man. in the
3: EU. So we're but... in
0: the EU. Yeah. And we're obviously part of the continent of Europe, uh, Transylvania. I have no idea. Is it real? I think like obviously uh, yeah. drag or vampires have Based from there's a lot of folklore as well in Eastern Europe about all oh, like dead people and stuff and coming back to life. And something to do with I don't know if this is an Irish thing or an Eastern European thing, but they would leave I think it's an Irish thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just side noting because I read a book once and it reminded me of this story. But you would put a bell over um over the grave. And then you ding it mm. if you're still alive. Yeah. And there's some, they definitely did it in Ireland because I remember seeing it on the in a ghost tour. Um, but they definitely did it in Eastern Europe as well. There's all these things where people coming back to life and they're like, and then the stories of vampires and stuff. Yeah. I
3: mean, that was like a real problem, wasn't it? People being buried alive. So Yeah, I think it's been exaggerated,
2: but I remember my favorite murderer did an episode about it. It definitely was a thing because they would find... They would, like, open caskets and find uh, fingernail marks in the caskets.
0: Well, why would that happen? Would they just be unconscious and they think they're dead?
2: Yeah, because they didn't, like, embalm people and stuff back then. I mean, now, like, it's impossible because they're going to make sure you're you're dead, dead. You know, I mean, it with embalming, like, you can't come back.
3: Surely they would know how to take a pulse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pulse think. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but there there is things maybe where your pulse goes really low or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I and people die. People die and come back to life as well. So
2: yeah, we had a guest on who, um, she, her, and her brother both drowned for like, well, they drowned and they pulled them out of the pool, and they were quote unquote dead for like ten minutes.
0: And they both came back. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what confuses me about the soul thing. Because if your soul really leaves your body and then someone makes you come back, what happens? Does the soul go? Oh shit! I'm coming back. Oh, or because if that the, the logical reasoning is that we don't have a soul thingy we are just a lot of electrical currents and then when we're shut off we shut off like when you turn off your laptop and then someone shuts you back on Well, if movies yeah.
2: have taught us anything you go meet god and you start a conversation and then he's like it's not your time yet and then you zzz, back into your body
3: Right? Oh, that's what happens yeah. well- i was just reading this article about how like um like neuroscientists have like proven that like when you're when you're dying and your like body starts to shut down, like the last thing that happens is your brain just like, like your brain kind of like, like slows everything down, tries to like conserve as much energy as it can. And then when it's like time to go, it's just like, it lets out all of these like brain waves and brain signals that's just been holding back. And that's like, like what people are experiencing when they're having those kind of like near death uh, visions and stuff. And it's, it's possible to like reel it back and like bring someone like revive someone once that's wow. happened.
0: I don't want to die.
2: Thank you. I love yeah. Life. Same.
3: I mean, eventually, but
0: yeah, when I'm like 80 or 90, yeah. or hundred.
3: So
2: speaking Noah,
0: of-
3: uh, Noah wants to live longer than all of us probably just out of spite. I think it's, I think it's a little selfish Noah, but you want to live forever.
2: I have a, I have a kid now I have to live forever. But speaking of well, I don't even know what my segue was anyway. Well, um,
3: so
0: Dracula was written by a Cork man, a man in Ireland that I know that he invented the character Dracula. Dracula. But he also didn't the same guy invent Frankenstein? No? Do I make that up? Mm, I think that was Mary Shelley. Oh, you're right. That was Mary Shelley. She's English, is she?
3: I think so.
0: Mm. Who did Frankenstein?
3: Yeah, sure. Bram Stoker? Oh, yeah. Okay. I
0: have a book here that- by Ye- Yeats and it's a uh, Irish folklore and fairy tales. And it yeah. just has all the different creatures, like where they came from and what they are, like the leprechaun originally. The, the, the fairies are Dina Sheed. That's the name for them.
2: Well, I'm curious, Katie, do you believe in, you know, demonic possessions? And do you believe that people can be, um, you know, exorcised of demons?
0: I, do I don't want to say I don't. I don't want to say I don't in case it happens to me. Um, but if I, I should just know be, for
2: the audience, she's holding up a cross.
0: <laughs> and I'm kissing it. Um, I If I all of a sudden have like men, like a breakdown on uh, Instagram, you just be like, she's possessed. But um, I don't know, like who's, again, who's to say what's real and what's not real? Uh, I, I think like nowadays, if anything happens, like you should go to like the doctor before a priest. But But there's just so many stories. It's like, maybe it is real, you know? I don't know. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's weird to me that, like, I mean, I'm... Obviously, I'm going to be like, no, it's not real. But it is super weird to me that, like, like movies like The Exorcist, those are based off of real stories and there's like like real people who witness that kind of thing well yeah we
2: Um, had a guest on and out of nowhere she was like oh yeah my great great uncle was one of the priests who performed the exorcism based off the movie the exorcist or vice versa and we were like what just out of nowhere that wasn't even why we brought her on I was like Mm -hmm. I I honestly didn't even know that that was based out of a
0: quote-unquote true event yeah it is based off a true event so and then there's like all these stories of things that you're like I don't know how, how you're like trying to logically figure out if how it could be fake. For yeah, especially well, at the time where they didn't have like. The stuff we have now it's more like easy to fake shit
2: yeah for sure and more rewarding now because you get clicks for it you know whereas back then yeah. it's like what was the big reward well we you know as skeptics we're always curious about the supernatural and we are going to attempt to book a seance uh in savannah georgia here in the next couple months so
0: my dad said my dad would let me smoke cigarettes and he got a little mad at me when i drank early he was like please don't do that but he said the one thing Never to do is a, a, a Ouija board, and I've never done it.
2: So, would you like to come to our seance? Is that? What <laughs> <you're saying>? no,
0: <laughs> fucking no! You're crazy. Don't do that. Because the thing is, I don't know why anyone would do that. Because yeah, firstly, you want to talk to your dead uncle. Let him go. Don't be calling him back. He's chilling up there. Ter- ter- secondly. Uh, if there is evil, why invite it in? And no matter what, you, what whatever door you open, you're letting him, there's always going to be good and bad. So I just would never be letting, I'm not, I don't, if my partner dies one day, touch wood, I'm not, I'd be like, he's gone. I'll see him in a few years. I'm not fucking saying sin. And what do you need to know? What do you need to talk to him about? Imagine being called back as well. He'd be like, fuck off, leave me alone. I dealt with you for 30 years. Now you want to talk to me again. Um, but yeah, you're just letting evil in. When he is, you're going to get possessed. Oh, Jesus.
2: You don't, you don't want to come perform like 15 minutes before the sales. You could just no. do that as yourself.
0: That'll scare away the evil. They'll be like, fuck this. I'm not listening to comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good protection.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to film it. So at least if crazy stuff happens, we'll have it to put on TikTok. So, you know, isn't that what life is all about?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and that's why you're going to live forever is to, to put things on TikTok. Yeah. Well, <laughs> doing my best. So, Katie, I. I'm wondering, and maybe this is like a weird question because all the like like folklore creatures we've talked about so far seem terrifying. <laughs> but like, do you have like a favorite kind of lore creature?
0: Um yeah, I guess I like the fairy people because I like the stories of them and um there's there's so much uh, stories of like well, actually, I guess all the stories are kind of sad now that I think about it i just I don't know I don't think I have a fairy or a favorite creature um I just like the general stories like there's stories about how the two worlds would mix. so there was a guy who fell in love with a fairy woman um but in the fairyland, time goes much slower, so he went down to live with her, and when he came back up, she said, "Don't ever step off your horse because when you touch the ground because you're human um time will catch up with you. And then he went to help someone and he fell off his horse and he like morphed into an old person. There's a lot of morphing into old people in the stories. um. So they're all kind of I think that was and- on
2: True Blood. I don't know if y'all ever watched True Blood, but I think they did a little segment uh, where that exact same scenario played oh, out. Oh,
0: see, there's so, I'm telling you most of these things like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, all of these, there's so many things you see and you're like, this is just Irish stories that we grew up. Like It's it's all taken from that um but yeah there's loads there's loads of things there's like the children of Lear they were these kids who their their mother passed away and their father is the king of Lear the Lear is a lake and he married his the mother's sister which is like all right I guess same thing but she was like really uh jealous of the kids so she turned them into she's also a witch part witch so she turned them into a swan maybe part fairy person but I I don't know something with magical powers and she turned them into swans and they were cursed to Rome, Ireland for 900 years. So 300 at this lake, 300 at another lake and 300 at another lake. And there's two endings to the story. The There's one where they, they then meet a priest and he takes the curse off them and they morph into old people and they die. And there's another one where they meet like a druid. So there's like a post-Catholic Ireland story where they cut, you know they like Jesus stood up and a pre-Catholic where it was like a druid but either way after 900 years they just morph into old people and they die so it's not yeah
3: it, it kind of sounds like um I don't know if you're a, if either of you are Star Trek fans but there's always like there's usually like a Star Trek trope where it's from like the original series uh like the 60s where they're like oh there's this beautiful alien and then at the end they're like oh no it's like a, a hideous old person instead <laughs> So <laughs> I, I feel like Star Trek is pulling a lot from Irish lore that I never knew about.
2: Well, Katie, can you explain to us what druids are? I, I, I have, I mean, I have a general understanding, but I'm sure there's a lot of our audience that has never really investigated or understand what the druid culture or history is.
0: I think it's just basically like a priest or priestess of like Celtic beliefs. So what are they like? Paganism so they're just like the head of that and they do all these like pagan things rituals like because we've uh new new grange so like the summer solstice we have a lot of those things where they would have been built to um for the the sun god and so the druids are just people who can do that and like i believe they can like make it better but with like herbal remedies and stuff like that so like every tribe or every culture at some stage has had some sort of form of a druid we have doctors now they're just druids aren't they
2: and it yeah. predates um christianity right
0: oh yeah the, it well whenever christianity came to ireland it predates that i don't know how long, i don't know how old christianity is but yeah it way predates christianity right because christianity is just when jesus came along right <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah because yeah, new Green has been there forever um there they were pagans all the way up until I don't know, I guess whenever, I think, I don't know when Catholicism came to Ireland, but I thought it was when the Brits came, but I'm sure someone listening will be like, no, that's not, maybe it was, maybe it was sooner.
2: Well, and another thing I was kind of curious about with the
0: fairies, is that where fairy godmothers
2: and stuff come from, or is that part of the culture or lore?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Fairy godmother, that's, I don't know, that's just something you tell your kids. (laughs) you are not gonna, if you die, your fairy godmother is gonna look after you or something. I don't know. Well, I sorry, still like.
2: Sorry? Go ahead, Oh, it. go ahead. Go ahead, Noah. I was just going to say I still like to think of fairies as being little tiny people with wings, but I guess that bubble has been yeah. burst and now.
0: Yeah, I like I like the better version, which is that they're like real people who live in a different dimension. It also seems more real. There's something to do with leprechauns yeah. as well that they're not uh, lucky charms creatures. They're actually different. The leprechaun theory is that they were also the fairy people, these leprechauns. So they were Dina Sheaed. And then when they were defeated by the humans, because then they morphed smaller because something to do with, they weren't as important to god, to the god, whoever they believed in at the time. Um, but I don't think like as small creatures... I think that that was, a lot of that was romanticized over here in America.
2: I can't believe we almost forgot leprechauns. So do you know people that believe in leprechauns?
0: I'm sure like my granny probably did, but it's not like these little ginger creatures. You know, also, can we get the ginger fact right? Only 10% of Irish people have ginger hair, but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's actually, red hair actually originates from Central Asia. I don't know where the stereotype, sure. most people would think Scottish, but... um. Uh, or Ireland, obviously, but uh, they are not meant to be creatures with gold and stealing your uh, rainbows. The original one, I can't. Remember, I have it here in the book. I will grab it quickly. Okay, give me one second. Let's see if I find it. Cause this is the book. It's Irish folklore. Oh, never mind. It's not W. B. It's Gordon Harvey. Whoever the fuck that is. Um. Oh, I think he has a story in here by W. B. 8s Uh. But yeah shit let's see quickly oh the leprechaun 87 okay i've got it do you guys want yeah, yeah. okay, to hear yeah yeah okay cool people are like what the fuck she's reading a book okay so um oh well yeah it says that they were shoemakers so never mind that uh, that blows my theory out of the water i was gonna be like they're not but it just says leprechauns are merry industrious tricksty little sp- sprites who do all the shoemakers work and tailors and cobblers for the fairy gentry oh so they work for the fairies and are often seen on sunset under the under a hedge singing and stitching and um, they know all the secrets of hidden treasure and if they take a fancy to a person will guide him to the spot in the fairy wrath where the pot of gold lies buried it is believed that a family now living near castle Rhee came by their riches in a strange way although all through the good offices of a friendly leprechaun that's nice. you see they seem to sound like they're friendly yeah. Um yeah that's really it just oh and he says okay i'm going to read this part cuz it's interesting sorry and then i'll stop uh there was okay. a poor boy once one of the forefathers who used to drive his cart of turf daily back and forth and make what money he could by the sale by the way i'm finding hard to read out loud <laughs> but he was a strange boy very silent moody and the people said he was a fairy changeling uh, for he joined in no sports and scarce spoke to anyone, but spent his nights reading, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, uh, and then I guess he met a leprechaun. That's pretty much it. And then he got gold and now he's rich. But he yeah. was apparently a, a change. And he's probably like autistic or something. I know that's awful to say, but like, that's probably what, is that okay to say on the podcast? But I'm sure oh, back we're then they didn't well, you know. You just got us canceled.
2: Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, me
0: canceled. But I'm sure back then they didn't know about autism or like shyness right. or uh, like my grandmother, she was a nurse um, fucking back in the day. Uh, she said that they would put um oh people with mental health issues and people who are uh, uh, mentally challenged in the same group because they didn't know about it at the time and it took yeah. years later and she worked the whole time when they finally figured out that it's a different thing. Um, so yeah, so imagine then a hundred a couple hundred years ago they were probably just like had a clue so they were just like oh I fa- changed a fairy must have switched out my child.
3: right. And it yeah, all comes I think, back. I think that's probably what like a lot of that kind of uh like you know old old stories about like possessions and stuff. It's just like, oh, this is just like people not understanding mental illness. And yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. But, well guys, way to end on a high note. That's um, yeah. that's fascinating. Well,
3: I I, w- I would like to just bring it up to a high note because I, I thought it was really nice that those leprechauns seemed really friendly and helpful. And Me I too. I feel like normally when we hear kind of like, oh, this is what like that thing that you think you know really is, it's always something like really dark and twisted. And so I was full on expecting like leprechaun like from the Jennifer Aniston movie. That's terrible. Um, just like something like to horrible like that. So I'm I'm glad the leprechauns can be like kind, generous little little tricksters. And Katie, before yeah, we me
0: too.
2: Before we get you out of here, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. So obviously you're originally from Ireland, as we've discussed. Are there any like misconceptions that you feel like Americans have towards Irish people? That um, you would like to clear the air on?
0: Yeah, I get annoyed that people will always be like, stop in the morning to you. And nobody, it was like one fucking movie, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And they just have never, you guys, Americans, have never let it go. No one in Ireland says stop in the morning. no one. I've never even heard my grandfather say that. So it's not like an old people speak. Um, it was for like one Irish person who came to America and they were like, oh, we all say it. That's the thing as well. Then a lot of Irish Americans hold on to their culture from the famine. So Irish Americans, Irish is very different to Irish Irish people. I'm actually getting in trouble mm. from this on TikTok because someone asked me, is it okay to say I'm Irish if I'm Irish American? I responded saying, I don't care. You could say you're from the moon for all I care, personally, but... Irish people do get annoyed about it, and it is easier just to say that I'm Irish American. Now people are going, getting really mad, and they're like talking about other cultures as well. And I'm not. I'm not fucking talking about that. But and they're like fucking gatekeepers, people from Ireland, and it's not that. It's just I grew up in Ireland. That's a, a mod country. So I come over here and Irish Americans from like, who really are time capsuled in a culture where they, they probably speak Irish better than me and um, they know different stories to me. They'll be like, Bagora! And I'm like, I don't know what you're fucking saying. Or they like I- Irish dance and it is lovely to see that culture represented, but it is different. Just because I'm from Ireland yeah. doesn't mean like, I, I the people will be like singing old Irish timely songs to me and I'm like, oh, I grew up listening to rap and hip hop, so... <laughs> Um, and I love, I love Irish music too, but it's not to the same extent. So I just think I, the, the culture here of Irish culture and like the Kiss Me, I'm Irish and the Paddy's Day, it's just not as, like I would never get a shamrock tattooed on me. And and like, that's also fine. If you're here, you want to embrace your culture. I have found the longer I stay here, the more I'm like with my Irish friends and we might talk in Irish, which we would have never done. And it's fucking bad Irish, but I totally understand grabbing onto your culture but it's still different. Even if I grew up, if I stay here forever, I'm still different than an Irish American just because I grew up in a different Ireland. And they're coming from an Ireland where their grandparents are telling them stories and the way it is, oh, I didn't grow up in that Ireland.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, um, you know. And I, that's cool that like, I don't know, I didn't realize there were like so many Irish Americans who could speak Irish because I feel like like mm-hmm. most, most people... Uh, Not all of
0: them, but there's a few who are take it really seriously. The yeah. I, fucking awesome. Ireland on their forehead. I feel like a
3: lot of Americans don't even realize that there's like a language, like an Irish language. Like it's
0: Or they like, do. And they think English. English is my second language because I get complimented on my English a lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Katie, then,
2: what, do you get offended when people think that you're just going to be an alcoholic because you're from Ireland?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't drink a lot and they'll always be like for some reason the joke and it's nearly hacky as well because they'll always be like like I'll say well, I went to Vegas with my girlfriends like two weekends ago and every person I've said it to I've been like um, they've been like oh, did you get hammered or did you drink clothes? And I was like oh, I actually... Uh, I don't I don't drink a lot and uh, but my friends are drinking more than me and they were like oh well then they must have been drinking crazy amounts because I'm sure you're not a lot is like is like loads and I'm like I have like two drinks or three drinks on a night out just because I have an accent doesn't mean I'm an alcoholic (laughs) it's so annoying and another thing that's kind of annoying what oh another thing is as well that I I know that we're like three white people on a podcast. But the perception that it's only white people from Ireland and it's actually mm-hmm. become very um, like a lot of different cultures have moved there over the years, like before I was even born. So in like my ex-boyfriend is black, he's from Ireland. And anytime we would meet someone, they would ask me where I'm from. I'd say Ireland. They'd ask him and he'd say Ireland. They'd be like, no, where are you really from? And he was like, I'm fucking from Ireland. I'm not joking, but it's just yeah. they've never been to Ireland. They have this perception that we all have red hair, freckles. And it's just annoying. It's like, it's a modern country. So that, and my friend, she's, her parents are from India, but she was born in Ireland and she really struggles with that as well. She lives over here now and she has to always be like, I said, I'm from Ireland. I'm not. And they're like, but where were you born? And she's like, fucking Ireland. (laughs) So that annoys me too as well. That you can make a wild opinion or judgment on a place you've never been. Or they'll tell me I don't have an Irish accent. And I always say, have you you been to Ireland? And they go, no, (laughs) no. Or or where are you from in Ireland? And if I don't say Dublin, there's no. Like, I mean, it's just you don't even like. Ugh, okay, a lot of things right. from me.
2: Well, thank you for letting me that's get you end. revved up. So that was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, love you. No, I do like so Irish Americans as well, though. I don't want them to listen and think I don't like them because they. They are very nice and supportive. Oddly enough, come. we
2: do have a decent listening base from Ireland, so it'll be fun to... As one of the oh, other Irish reasons Irish. I wanted to get you on because... Oh I my think God, I all the Irish are going to write
0: in and be like, what's she talking about? That's not true about the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the leprechauns and Dini Sheath, Or They're going <laughs> to correct my pronunciation and be like, this dumb bitch.
2: <laughs> There's going to be one that's like, I am a leprechaun and here is... <laughs>
0: They're going to be like, we're all redheads.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but thank you so much for coming on. That was an absolute blast. Um, you did not disappoint. I, I don't know. It's one of the things I've really enjoyed as our podcast has grown as the variety of guests we're able to bring on. I mean, JJ and I interviewed somebody from Australia like two days ago, um, who reached out to us and it's, it's, It's just crazy. When we started this thing, I don't think we ever thought this would get beyond us just interviewing our friends in the comedy community in Atlanta. And now it's kind of popped over. You're in Atlanta. Yeah. If um if you come down, let us know and we can uh promote your stuff. And yeah, we'd love to meet you and hang out and stuff. Yeah, we'll have tea. Awesome, yeah. yeah. How that's cool good. is that? Uh, wow, that's that's just really cool. Well, sorry, I'm just, I have a cold and I'm on medicine so my brain's a little flighty <laughs> as you can see as I didn't record the podcast when we started. it <laughs> um, was
0: fine, I'm glad I said something now. I was like, because <laughs> oh, usually I too. wouldn't want to be like, because I was like, I'm <sighs> being an idiot.
2: It literally didn't happen for like a year. And then now it's happened like six times in the past couple of months. And it's so embarrassing. I'm not the kind of person to do that, but I tend to keep doing it.
0: I and it happens to, I was on Jared Fried's podcast and I was saying to him that that's like my biggest fear. And he was like, oh, it's happened to me. And like, he's a massive podcast. So like, don't worry. It happens to everybody.
2: Well, and before we get you out of here, we want to absolutely promote your podcast. Can you tell us about that?
0: Yes, it's called The Shift, it's a dating relationship anti-shame podcast. Um I don't think I said this upstart cuz I think I said it before, but it's uh basically I came over here and everybody's like really loud and open about sex, which in my country were Quite a quiet about it so there's like things I didn't even know I didn't even know there was things that men liked until I moved over here and they communicated or kinks I've been I went to a sex club I didn't perform in it and um, I just went to like report back to the podcast so and then I've had like uh, next week I have a, a friend of mine who's a stripper on and she talks about that so it's all like sex positive positive. Um, and but I have a lot of shame with sex as well so it's like talking through that um, and yeah, so i'm not like the problem with that is men sometimes date me and think because i have a sex positive but pod- i had a date with one guy and he was like yeah so you do the sex positive podcast i'm a dom," and i'm like that i don't want to be dom- dominated like just because yeah. i'm like having people on who the whole point of the podcast is that i'm like jesus that's wild but i don't want to <laughs> think that it's wild i want to understand it but it doesn't mean i want to do it so yeah
2: no i can relate in a sense because i'm from uh, the deep south i'm from mississippi originally which you know, sex stuff is very quieted, quieted, uh, repressed. People don't talk mm-hmm. about it. And then I moved to Atlanta and, you know, was in a much more, um, have a much more liberal friend base than I grew up with. And, yeah, it is fascinating to see the differences in cultures uh, with sex. So I'm sure your podcast is awesome. I can't wait to check it out. I saw that it has a 4.9 on iTunes and has like over 200 ratings. So you're absolutely killing it. Congrats. Oh,
0: Thanks. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm always like, you know yourself, we have no self-confidence in these oh. things, but yeah, I love doing it. That's the main thing. I, I really can't even get it.
2: JJ to listen to himself on the podcast and he has oh, no. a great podcast voice and he won't.
3: I can't I can't bring myself to like, like, I'll I'll try to start an episode. And like, as soon as I start talking, I'm like, No, I can't. This is.
2: And we have these we have, we do like a improvised Christmas Carol episode every year. And JJ plays Scrooge every year. And he freaking kills it. Like I have fans write in and say it's their absolute favorite thing that we do. And he won't listen to it. I'm like, JJ, just (laughs) listen to the fucking podcast
0: well it was nice to meet you guys
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely and Katie uh before we get you out of here I know we talked about your podcast but where can our fans find you on like Instagram and TikTok I know your TikTok is amazing that's where I found you
0: thank you uh at Katie Boyle comic on everything so come give me a follow because it's all I have
2: no underscores, it's just one word? No,
0: just Katie Boyle comic. It looks like Katie Boyle le comique. No, Katie Boyle le comique, but it's not. It's Katie Boyle <laughs> comic. A and lot of people think I'm French when they first come to it.
2: And that's B-O-Y-L-E, right?
0: Yeah, and K-A-T-I-E. So. Okay, yeah, awesome. Comic. Yeah, good
2: guys. Make sure you go check Katie out, support her. And we obviously appreciate her coming on the podcast. With that, I'm Noah Daniels.
3: I'm JJ.
0: I'm Katie Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I Katie.
1: meant to woo, too. I did yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. Okay. For sure.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And we, we really appreciate it. That was a lot of fun.